Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Wednesday morning. Hope everybody had a great night's rest and sleep and uh, you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and uh, just giddy with excitement to be up this morning. But if you're like me, I feel like I just got in a position of good sleep and rest and that stupid alarm went off. I literally screamed out loud, no! No! <laughs> Well, it wasn't quite like that. It was more like, no! So I was, I was very uh, very upset. Uh, uh, of course, I had to wear a CPAP, and I ripped it off and turned to, had to like I said, I had to keep my alarm on the other side of the room, or otherwise I'll keep hitting snooze and have to make myself get up and and uh, literally physically say out loud, uh, well, see, I have it set up instead of saying, uh uh, Alexa, uh, say I have it fixed now where it says, uh, like Star Trek, it says computer. I say computer, turn the alarm off, and it does that. So, yes, I'm a sci-fi geek, and I did change it to, instead of Alexa to computer because my wife and daughter made fun of me because when we first got it, uh, I kept saying Alexis, and it wouldn't respond. And I said, what's wrong with this stupid thing? It's not working. I said, Alexis, Alexis. <laughs> Madison, gee, they were horse laughing. Madison said, it's Alexa, Daddy. <laughs> so, but uh, I was kind of like, I don't know if you ever saw that starting out live where the old people had uh, Alexa and, and uh, uh, they just call it whatever and it would respond. And that's what they keep uh, referring, uh, says how I act. And uh, so anyway, I changed to a computer. Bad thing is when I watch Star Trek and every time they say computer, it responds. <laughs> so, not a good thing. All right, my friends, who's watching this morning? I got Darlene Barker, Amy Oaks Turner, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Brandy Boyd Young, Jennifer Honeycutt, and many, many more. So, appreciate you wonderful people for tuning in and joining me. And uh, so, at this time, my friends, let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word, I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord for those great pledges that we get to say each and every morning. Hello, Terry Hutchinson. Thank you for joining me this morning. All right, my friends. It's that time again for Mad Matt's News and Comment. My friends, the world has gone more mad than we could possibly imagine. Just when you don't think they could reach a pinnacle of madness, they find yet a whole new way uh, to, uh, <laughs> to reach another level of lunacy. In Palm Springs, California, <laughs> all right, get this now. If you identify as transgender or non-binary, they're going to pay you $900 a month out of taxpayer money. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, unbelievably, they will pay you for mental illness. Uh, and then what is even <laughs> more insane um, is the uh, mayor is transgender. And I'm sorry, guys. I, you know, you may say that's insensitive. That is not a Christian attitude. Whatever. But uh, this this cat in uh, Palm Springs, the mayor, he's a man dressed as a woman. I bust out laughing. Every time I see him or that other nut in Washington, D.C., that man trying to be a, a woman at Levine, uh, Richard Levine. And um, 
Uh, I, I can't help but laugh. I, all I can think of is what Milton Berle, some of these people who it was used to be comedy uh, when a man dressed as a woman. It, it was it was it was, it was uh, nothing but hilarity. I mean, you know. So when I see, I, it's like, how do you talk to these people and keep a straight face? I couldn't do it. They'd have to escort me out of the building. I mean, I can't. I bust out laughing every time. I'm thinking, how can you sit there and take this individual who is mentally ill, mentally, emotionally, spiritually ill, seriously on any level? I just sit there thinking. I don't, I don't know how they do it. I mean, I can't. I, there's just no way. I, I, I can't do it, guys. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, you may say, well, that's just rude. Well, maybe I am. But maybe it's just the redneck side of me. I don't know. But I just, I, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. Yes, they're wanting to pay people uh, to uh, uh, to be transgender. And uh, in fact, uh, let's see here. What was it? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, Amy sent me a thing yesterday, and believe it or not, on the Cracker Jacks used to be uh, Cracker Jack. And now, <laughs> they want in an effort to pursue wokeness. They now have Cracker Jill. Yes, you heard it right, my friends. <laughs> you know, it is. You know, how how dare them have a a male uh, uh, figure on on Cracker Jacks for all this time? But then, if you want to push it a step for it further, is that not disparity? to white people to call him Cracker Jack or Cracker Jill. How dare them, you know? Maybe we should get rid of Cracker Barrel. I don't. I think it's disparaging to white people. I mean, it's, it's crazy, guys. I feel like the, the, the lunatics in the insane asylum is now running our country. Uh, and then you have these um, buses who are transporting these illegal immigrants, right? people breaking the law, illegal immigrants, and they're dropping them off in various locations. Uh, you know, And then you have... Uh, Biden, who wouldn't know the truth if it fell out of the sky and danced on his face, he wouldn't have a clue what the truth is, lying his rear end off about his son Hunter and how he didn't help him get into colleges, use Chinese influence. I mean, it's nuts. And they're saying, oh, there's no need for investigation into Hunter. But I tell you what, if that was Trump's son, they would be investigations galore. They wouldn't be hesitation into that. I, it, it is it is. Unbelievably, how nuts our world has become. And uh, I, I tell you what, guys, I, I'm just like, you know, uh, this is like a, a merry-go-round going too fast. I'm getting sick to my stomach, and I just went off. You know, I'm just like, this is, this is insanity. Uh, it, it is crazy. You know, uh, right now a white, straight American male has become the minority, <laughs> is what it seems like. And uh, God help any young single girl looking for a, a strong Christian man. Uh, yeah, it, it is becoming few and far between, and particularly when you're getting paid to be a, a whatever. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it's a bad, bad ordeal. It really is, guys and gals, and this world needs prayer more than ever. All right, so there it is, Mad Matt's news and comment. All right, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I think that verse could not come at a better time in relation to what we've been discussing this very moment. Uh, you know, we cannot be conformed to this world. Uh, we uh, cannot abide by what it dictates, what it thinks, what it says, and how we should act, what we should do, what we should say. Uh, again, you know, it is uh, indicative of the how, how far we have gotten away from God 
you know, when you with the closer you get to God, the more sane you are. The further you get away from God, the more insane that you are. And we can see that insanity right now. And that's why we as Christians have got to stand up against these uh, these atrocities to God. We have to stand up and have a spine and a backbone and say, you know what, we're not going to put up with this kind of stuff. We we're going to stand for what is true and for what is right. But, you know, one thing we have to be very aware of, particularly, you know, I think for a lot of men in particular, and women too, but I think a lot of men in particular are really bad about bottling up their emotions. And uh, and for some do it because, uh, you know, they were, as they were raised, uh, they were you know, told not to share emotion, not to, to shed a tear. Uh, some bottle up emotions because they don't want to worry their spouse. Uh, and But it's going to come out in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, because if you keep that bottled up, uh, your ability to retain that, you know, it's almost like a, a dam that uh, eventually is going to bust and is going to break. And all of a sudden, you're going to have emotions that's going to spew out out of nowhere. And, you know, you're, you're grumbling and complaining about every little thing or you're blowing up over something stupid. And you're thinking, what? Where did that even come from? You know, why am I that upset? It's not that big of a deal, you know, kind of situation. It's because you've kept these things bottled up, bottled up. That's why it's important to have open communication, not only with your spouse uh, or a good friend, but particularly with Jesus Christ, you know, we need to make sure we're sharing those feelings, those thoughts, those emotions. God gave us emotions for a reason. And yes, we need to keep those emotions in check. We need to have self-control, uh, which is not always easy. You know, I, you know, as an area that I've, I've told you that I've struggled in is, is my temper and uh, particularly when I'm driving and uh, I'm trying hard to, to do better with that. Uh, but it just amazes me when somebody pulls out in front of you, I mean, literally pulls out in front of you to only go five feet and then make another turn. I, I don't understand it. You know, I don't, I don't get it. And it just, it just, it, it makes me angry, you know, but I'm trying to do better. And, uh, I tell you something that really, really broke me the other day is my little girl said, she goes, yeah, and I feel like I'm getting upset. I tell myself, don't be like daddy. And that, that really, that really, uh. It was like if, if you'd have took a shotgun and shot me in the chest, I don't think I could have really uh, uh, affected me more. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, that really, really bothered me. So I'm really uh, trying to reel a lot of things in. Uh, you know, that uh, my kids would say something like that. You know, they didn't do it to say it to be mean and they were, or cruel or nothing like that. They just, you know, they know that uh, daddy has a, and I've even told them growing up, don't be like me, be better than me, you know. And uh, when I've uh, I've had a, an emotional outburst in a driving situation, and, uh, and so I'm trying to do better. But, um, you know, but, uh, men in particular, remember, it's okay to cry. It's okay to show emotion. God instilled those in us for a reason. However, you know, to suppress it is wrong. Uh, and to allow it to uh, dominate is wrong. And so that's why we have to have that healthy medium. And that's why we have to be very careful. Uh, you know, a lot of the world sometimes will, you know, tell you just to suck it up, uh, to get over it, uh, and to um, uh, let it go. And, you know, and it, it, the world has other ways to deal with things. Have a drink or, you know, whatever it may be. But um, there was a, I was trying to find it here. Oh, yeah, here it is. Let's see here. Um Hold on here. Try to get it to see. Okay, here it was. Signs of suppressed emotions. That's what I was trying to get at here. In case if you ever, you know, I'm, I'm not going to read. There's, there's quite a list here, but just uh, just a few things that might might make you more aware if you're suppressing those emotions. Do we feel uh, stuck or numb? 
Uh, do you live with simmering anger? Uh, do, you, do you find it hard to express any sort of emotions? Uh, find it difficult to smile, laugh, laugh genuinely, uh, tear up or cry easily? Uh, gravitate towards addictive, self-destructive behavior? Uh, constantly feel weary, fatigued, uh, chest pains? Uh, impossible to enjoy deep, restful sleep? Uh, tend to vent to others? Judge evaluate others? Have emotional outbursts? Draw attention to ourselves? Uh, dislike we're not in control of things or people around us. Gosh, I feel like I'm just checking off every box right here for myself. <laughs> Do we feel as if there's a wall between us and God? Uh, pray intellectually and not from our hearts. Believe that God is good, but don't feel it. Do we have a tendency to do a lot for the church to feel good about ourselves? You know, so a lot of times people tend to want to do more for the church because they feel like it's a type of penance uh, that they have to pay uh, in order to attain God's favor. And that's not the way it works. You know, God knows that uh, we are weak uh, and that we are imperfect and that we have to confess those sins and understand that he is faithful just to forgive us of those sins. And we have to let that go and to become uh, more like Jesus Christ at each and every day. You know, one thing that we have to do is uh, to draw, in order to deal with these kind of things, is to definitely confront and surrender those types of emotions to God every day. And that's why I'm saying that we need to have that healthy communication between us and God, surrendering all that to God, understanding our weaknesses, understanding our emotions, and understanding that how, if we're not careful, the devil can have us to demonstrate a lack of self-control and blow it uh, as a Christian and uh, and have a reaction uh, to things. When the watching world is seeing this and say, man, they're supposed to be a Christian, what are they doing? You know, And so that's why we have to surrender. We have to give that all over to God. We need to make sure we're praying over everything that we are dealing with. You know, Whether there may be suppressed emotions from, you know, as we were talking about yesterday, from childhood, you know, uh, with uh, uh, parents, you know, the, the lack thereof or the abusive uh, parents or abusive siblings or, or maybe there was a family member that was abusive. You know, and that's one thing that we have to make sure that we are praying about and we're giving that over to God and having forgiveness. Now, obviously, if it's sexual, physical abuse, uh, mental abuse, you know, you, you, that's not to minimize that. I think some Christians think, how can I forgive something that heinous? Yes, it was heinous. It is evil. What happened to you was wrong. And no, by no stretch of the imagination and nobody's excusing that and saying that it was okay and it's justified in any way but it's the fact that you're giving over to god and you're let, you're allowing that pain to be released and giving that over to jesus christ that's what i'm talking about you no longer because no longer you hold bitterness towards somebody you're allowing them to have power over you and when you can let that go and have forgiveness in your heart then you are freed from that pain uh, and that's why it takes a lot of deep-rooted uh, Christian counseling to weed through those issues that you may have had to deal with as a child uh, that was very heinous and horrible and terrible that you may have had to deal with. But again, that's what you have to pray about in all areas. You know, it, you know, it may be marital strife. It may be problems at work. It may be an overbearing boss. It may be any number of things that you may be dealing with. That's why you need to go before God and pray about that and acknowledge all those things, acknowledge those emotions, be authentic, be real. You know, don't put on a facade of that you've got it all together. Sometimes it's good to share with your spouse. Sometimes it's good to share with a good friend, uh, you know, that you don't have it all together. You know, sometimes when you put on that act of I've got it all together, people believe you really do. And sometimes it's you need to uh, let that be known, you know, in a, in a way to say, hey, I'm falling apart here. I can't do this because you're going to finally reach a, a, a boiling point. You know, if you ever uh, used a pressure cooker, you know, I remember when I was a kid, uh, mom had this pressure cooker, and I think she was, uh, 
I think he's doing something with potatoes or something. You know, and when that, uh, that little thing on the top, I don't know if anybody ever still uses them anymore. You know, when it, once it gets to that boiling point, you you know, it starts that whistling and shaking. Well, she was busy doing something, and she uh, didn't get to it in time, and it exploded. Man, I remember there was potatoes all over the ceiling, all over the kitchen and everything. I think it's a lot of people. They, they're they under that pressure, and that, that uh, whistle's going off. And next thing you know, they, it's just exploded, and uh, and you've just wondered what in the world happened. You know, you just you know uh, just lost it. And that's why it's important that we are authentic and real with people and say, listen, you know, I don't have it all together. I need help. I need prayer. Uh, you know, I'm dealing with, a, with several situations, maybe dealing with death, dealing with loss, loss of an individual, loss of a pet, loss of a job, whatever it may be you may be dealing with. You need to make sure you're giving that over to God. You're seeking him out daily. And that's your, because when you can be like-minded believers, remember, we, we stone sharpen stone and we build each other up. And that's why we need to depend upon our brothers and sisters in Christ that we can talk to that will give us healthy alternatives, gives us healthy advice in regards to the things of Jesus. Christ, not those of the world who will say, well, man, all you need to do is drink and loosen up. That's their answer to the world's problem, which only increases your depression, only exasperates those problems. It doesn't solve anything. So that's why so many people crawl into a bottle. They want to be numb. Well, we don't need to be numb. We need to make sure that we're giving those things to the Lord and that we're confronting those things. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm wide awake, and uh, it's like, man, I wish I'd go back to sleep. And then sometimes I sit there and start praying, Lord, is there something you're trying to reveal to me? Is there something you're trying to show me? Is there something you're trying to tell me? And I just start praying. Next thing I know, I, I fall back asleep. And maybe the Lord reveals something to me. Maybe he don't. But I just start praying. And, you know, if you struggle, maybe that's what you need to do. But you need to make sure that you're inviting the Holy Spirit in to uh, not only to be that encourager, remember that's that parakletos, the helper, uh, to not only to help us to be encouraged, but also to uh, bring about that healing work within us and within our emotions and um make sure we're repenting of those things make sure that we are repenting of uh, uh of those emotions and uh things and judgment that you know sometimes it's easy to judge somebody else for the very things we're doing ourselves you know but uh if there's a log in your eye make sure you're taking care of that and uh and repent you know that's the only thing we can do is repent you know a lot of times when i i lose it emotionally i just have to repent and give it to god and say lord i'm sorry forgive me help me strengthen encourage me have to look out for those pitfalls and snares the next time and to avoid those and to do better as a pastor and as a christian and uh and as a father and a husband and a son uh, to do better and i uh, feel like i fall short you know sometimes there's that old saying you've been weighed you've been measured you've been found wanting sometimes i feel that way and uh but i when i stand before god i want to hear well done good and faithful servant i don't want to be found wanting and that's why I strive every day to try harder to be close to the Lord. And that's what I encourage you every day to strive to be close to the Lord, to shed yourself of those things, those that are, are that may be putting a wall between you and God, that you're striving to be closer to God each and every day, putting away those things that could be a detriment, that could be impeding your spiritual growth. And all you can do is confess those to God and trust in Him and that He will give you the strength to endure and to persevere. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us on this spiritual journey. Help us on our daily walk. Help us, Lord Jesus, to strive for that mind of Christ. Help us to keep our emotions in check. Help us to have self-control in all areas of our lives. Lord, is anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, 
Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all these wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. To watch over, protect them, keep them safe and well. Be with my kids and all of our kids, Lord, that are going out and about to school, work, and play. To watch over, keep them safe and well. Lord, I do want to lift up, as I do every morning, uh, our brother in Christ, Tony Peters, and Ron Thompson, Larry Knight, and Dinah, uh, Kim Penix, and uh, Lord Larry Keller, that he'll get feeling better. And Lord, there's so many uh, that are needing prayer on social media that I decided to be praying for. You know those needs, and all those who are watching today, you know their hearts and minds and needs, and your will be done in those situations. Lord, help us, lead us, guide us, protect us this day, and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Uh, I didn't get to say good morning to Carolyn Kelly and Tim Moody and uh, just saw them pop in. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. And don't forget to uh, tune in tonight at 7 o'clock for our Wednesday evening service. Thanks for watching and God bless.